Welcome to the Dacus Report, hosted by Pacific Justice Institute founder and president Brad Dacus. For 25 years, PJI has counseled, represented, and defended people whose religious freedoms, parental rights, or sanctity of life have been obstructed or violated, all free of charge. We leave no one behind and level the playing field for Americans as they are subjected to the tyranny of the powerful. Now, here's Brad Dacus. Welcome to the Dacus Report. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. On today's show, we're going to talk about a number of different issues, including a time when students went on a trip and parents were very upset because of who was allowed to sleep with other kids that you'll find very shocking. But before we get into this and our other cases, we're very blessed today to have with us on the show, in addition to uh, attorney Michael Peffer, a constitutional law attorney who heads up the Southern California office for PJI. Uh, we also have uh, Jenny Donnelly. Uh, Jenny, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Now, Jenny, I, I wanted you on this program because I was so impressed uh, with what you are doing with the ministry that you and your husband uh, got started. Uh, it's called uh, you know, the Her Voice Movement. It's uh, an effort to basically awaken and activate believers uh, to help uh, turn America back to God. Um, it's, it's a critical need. You know, there's a lot of things we can do politically, uh, but the, the very core of it is our nation being turned back to God. Uh, we're on, on the same side as, as you, needless to say. Uh, you're also, among your, those subparts, you address, of course, uh, equipping schools, conferences, uh, personal freedoms, empowering fr- families to participate in pro-life solutions, uh, as well as helping us uh, take the seven mountains, if you will. I know one of those mountains you guys address is the, the marketplace. Uh, we at PGI have a real heart for that as well, because we produced a, a training video for business owners on how to legally evangelize your employees, your customers, your community. Then another hill you're, you're addressing in your ministry, and getting, particularly getting mothers to be uh, participate in is dealing with the public schools. And so we have a, a book called Reclaim Your School, How to Legally Evangelize Public Schools. So needless to say, when I see people who are of kindred spirit like you are in your ministry and what you're doing, um, I like to, to push them out so people can get to know them and what they're doing. Um, I understand that uh, uh, you've been real actively involved. What Briefly, how did you get involved and feel called to get this ministry started? Yeah, it was in 2020, living in Portland, Oregon, and just watching the state of our nation and just knowing that I needed to get involved. And I asked God, I said, okay, put me in the fight. And he took that really serious. And the next thing that he shared with me that shocked me was the invitation to gather a million women. And these million women would move as a force like mama bears across the nation and then eventually meet in Washington, D.C., and we put the permit in for October of 2024, and we are calling women and their families to Washington, D.C. with some other ways to get involved, because I know that there's so many people on the other side of the screen who are extremely concerned about America and concerned about the family and concerned about our children and our school system. So that's what we're doing. So, Jenny, this is Michael. Listen, I, I, I couldn't be more excited for what you're doing. We need people. And, and there's few things as strong 
as a million women, mama bears, as you refer to them, saying, no, we're not going to accept what's happening. So in addition to this meeting at the, the, the mall of D.C., uh, what other kind of action steps are you taking to, to see this through? Yeah, I'm so glad you're asking because the movement isn't just hinging on this event in D.C. We want to gather women from now all the way to D.C. and beyond. And so one of the things that we're doing that really is the foundation of our entire movement is called Prayer Hubs. This is a free establishment of somebody rounding up at least one other person up to 10 people, small groups of people that get around the kitchen table, get around the living room. We give them 30 prayers so they can read them straight off if they want to in case they're intimidated to pray out loud. But we want these prayer groups to get together and pray over their schools, their government, their churches, their leaders, and then pray for each other, receive communion together. But also these prayer hubs are getting educated on how to vote. Now we're gonna not gonna tell people who to vote for, but we do want to share and encourage them to get to the ballot box and give them the confidence of which candidates in their area have a biblically aligned policies. And so we wanna bring confidence to women for that reason and also encourage them to go to the school boards, encourage them to run for school board and get involved in a public way in their communities. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I know there's Christians out there, you know, even church elders uh, who will say, well, you know, I, I see abortion as just a, a, another issue. I, I've actually seen and heard that before, uh, shockingly. Uh, and yet uh, we as Christians can say, whoa, wait a minute. Um, that is not what the Bible says. Bible says that the preborn are high priority to God, to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of moms out there that I think have an even greater sensitivity uh, to the preciousness of, of children, of, of babies, of, of, of uh, the attacks on the family. Um, so I think this is uh, exciting that you're doing this. I love the fact that prayer is the apparent foundation of what you're doing. Because, you know, our nation, we don't pray that much. I mean, I know even myself, when I get sick, I first go to the goddess medicine cabinet. And then if I get really sick, then I pray oftentimes. I mean, no, God wants us to come to him first and to be praying and lifting up those things that his word uh, commands us to pray for. And those things that you mentioned uh, are all scriptural, are all scriptural. So I think that's fantastic. And I commend you for what you're doing. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah. How can folks get in touch with you, Jenny, and with your organization? Is there a quick uh, email address? or? Yeah, probably the best way on social media would be to go to Her Voice Movement. We shorten movement to MVMT. Or you can go to our website, which is hervoicemovement.com. But you can also go to another website that you might find interesting called Don't Mess With Our Kids. Dot us, And that's where we're addressing um, this movement, this war cry for the mama bears. And we're saying, don't mess with our kids. And so, we're saying it with a smile on our face, with courage in our hearts. Yeah, don't mess with our kids. Dot us. It's not dot mm -hmm. com. It's dot us. Okay. Uh, 
that's fantastic. Uh, you know, when God's behind something, watch out. And I, I see the hand of God in this, and it's going to be exciting to see what you're doing and, uh, and what God does through you to make a real difference to waking up the mama bears, make, waking up the families, uh, so that we can be fervent in our faith, uh, to share our faith, to live our faith, and through prayer and obedience, turn America back to God. Uh, Jenny, thank you so much for what you're doing. Uh, keep up the great work. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you guys. Thank you. You know, Michael, I was really encouraged to see what she's doing. She could just be sitting home. Yeah, absolutely. But she felt convicted. She felt called. And she was obedient. And uh, I, I love what she's doing. We need to be praying like never before. The more darkness we see hitting our nation, in our schools, in our media, the internet, the White House, the military, Department of Justice. I mean, I could go on and on. The more we see darkness penetrating and controlling, uh, the more we need to be praying because we have an awesome God, an unquestionably sovereign, powerful God uh, that hears our prayers through Jesus Christ, our advocate, and, uh, and changes things. Yeah, Brad, would you think would you agree with me that right now is probably the most uh incredible in a bad way attack against kids. And so her yeah. statements about don't mess with our kids, that's really important right now. Oh, it is. In our public schools across America, uh it is tragic the the huge momentum of children massively uh, deciding that they want to cut off their body parts and permanently stab themselves sterilized to quote unquote uh, become the other gender. Uh, this kind of pro gender distortion or distorting um, is becoming a, a fad, if you will, uh, in, in our public schools yeah. across America, not just in California, New York. Um, wherever the internet goes, so goes the lies and the deceptions. And so this is a real concern, along with the indoctrination of being, you know, pro-baby killing, uh, you know, uh, anti-Semitic. Uh, it's, just, it's just permeating uh, outright hate and hostility towards Christians and Jews. Um, and yet, you know, when the church was started, I think people need to remember this. In the early church, it wasn't like people were just complacent. I mean, it wasn't like the society was neutral. The society was very hostile towards Christians. That's right. They were very pro-darkness, very pro-paganism and, and all kinds of, of evil. And yet, God won. The That's church right. exploded. The gospel went forward. And the, the, the God of the early church is the same God today. Uh, we need to remember that and, and stop our complacency, uh, get rid of this comfortable Christianity and instead move on to committed Christianity, uh, willing to uh, walk all the closer to God and all the bolder to share the good news and the hope with, within us. Absolutely, and, and that's that same God who was present and birthed the church uh, over two millennia ago, that same God is here. He's with us. We've seen it in our ministry. We've yeah. def- we see that day in, day out. So cool to see that God. God is interested in people who will say, "I'll do it. Let me, you know, put me in, Lord." Yeah, and and God takes and, and He runs with it, That's and right. it just and we're just sort of like, 
hanging on like the Bullwinkle cartoon a long time ago. I'm aging myself, folks, I know. Where, uh, you know, the little Bullwinkle, whatever, is just hanging on to the end of the caboose while the train is just taken off. And, yeah. and uh, that's, that's really what Christianity is about. Walking with God is not about having all the answers, but, but holding on tight to the Lord and watching what he's going to do and being willing to be obedient and follow him. Absolutely. And uh, as she is, as Jenny Donnelly's doing with this uh, wonderful, wonderful ministry, um, and we'll see, see what God does. It's going to be exciting, I know. Did you know that PJI is the only legal defense nonprofit in America that serves state citizens by fighting state legislatures across the country to ensure unconstitutional or corrupt bills don't become unconstitutional or corrupt laws? That's right. For over 12 years, PJI's Center for Public Policy has generated success by standing firm in opposition to unconstitutional or immoral state bills, which makes it easier for our allies in the legislatures to kill these kinds of wrongheaded and even depraved pieces of legislation. Keep current on PJI's work on all the legal challenges we face on a daily basis, including our work through our Center for Public Policy, by signing up for our Legal Insider email newsletter at pji.org. Now, back to the Dacus Report. Welcome back. Michael, we hear a lot of propaganda out there telling our young people in public schools across America, hey, you might just really just want to change your gender. Uh, maybe, you know, you may look like a boy on the outside, but maybe you're a girl on the inside and vice versa. Yeah. And they make it sound just so wonderful in politics and you know, leftist politicians say, oh, this is freedom. This is wonderful. And we should in- even encourage it, not just recognize right. it, encourage it. That's right. Uh, the reality is, it's not such a happy ending uh, for, for people who go down this road, is it? It's really not. And um, one thing we know for sure, <clears throat> and we've seen expert after expert say this, uh, particularly outside the U.S., we've seen experts say there is no transitioning. Nobody's transitioned. There's all, the, all you're doing is mutilating the body. So You're gender not changing anybody. So gender mutilation, you know, body mutilation or gender distortion. That's right. Uh, that's what really we're talking about. There that's is right. no transitioning. Uh, that's a big lie. Every cell in your body is still unanimous as to what your gender is. You're either XX or XY chromosomes. That's right. Your your brain is still the same brain that you were born with with your gender, which they different. They're very differentiated between male and female. Muscle muscle skeletal structure. Uh, the way your organs interact with hormones are different uh, than the organs in a female body or vice versa. Absolutely. So that's the truth. But these kids, especially a lot of young people, they're not told about the medical ramifications. They're not told about the psychiatric statistics that show what actually happens to them in terms of depression and increased suicide risk. Yeah. And now we're starting to see people... <laughs> who went down this dark, dark alley, coming out saying, oh, shoot, this was wrong. I shouldn't have done this, and now I'm paying the price. That's right. And this particular uh, person, and her name is Nikita Turan, and she actually went, she was having some psychological problems that had nothing to do with gender dysphoria. 
So she goes in to get treatment for that. And then all of a sudden, they slowly but surely begin to say, oh, you need to be transferred over to gender dysphoria wing. And those people said, oh, no, no, now you have to, what you have to do is change. Went through this surgery. It was a, uh, she was a, a, a girl, had double mastectomies, had a surgery done. And, and it just is crazy. And now she's looking at this going, wait, I, I, I never was gender dysphoric. Yeah. Now, so, so, so she had this done as a teenager? Yes. And so then uh, she was around 17. She was a minor. Uh, and now uh, she's an adult, I guess like 24. That's and right. she's come out and said, this was not a minor mistake. This was a mega mistake. Yeah. yeah. Right? She's saying they ignored the red flags. And clearly, there were red flags. She was having mental issues, like many kids at 17 years old, and with a little bit of counseling that would help her get through what she's dealing with, that would have helped her. But instead, they went through this whole process, and she ends up mutilated for life and um, is in a very difficult position now. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is really tragic. And uh, she's been very open about this. Uh, she got uh, you know major testosterone injections as well as uh, body parts cut off. And um, you know she said, you know, uh, you know she was talking about uh, how she was you know uh, as far as questioning her identity and during her teenage years after her father left her family. Uh, and that's that's one of the, the correlative uh, factors. That's right. Uh, a breakdown in the family or sexual child abuse. Um, it's external factors right. that bring about these, these psychological, emotional issues uh, statistically. Well, she said, prior to that, I was struggling with the things that were happening at my home. I would probably call it something like depression. And then she was pushed into this. And she explained, before getting in touch with her gender clinic, uh, I was at another unit for children with mental health issues. So I was there first, and I thought... I would get some, some type of help. I wasn't there for gender dysphoria. Okay. I was at that unit for mental health issues. Uh, they sort of uh, didn't know what to do with me, so they completely messed her up. That's right. uh, I'm glad she's coming forward, and I, I want to just say I encourage people in these situations to come forward uh, because by coming forward, they're helping to uh, shed the truth, the light, on these deceptions, but also it gives an opportunity uh, to sue right. these institutions, this gender clinic, yeah. um, and to take them down. And Michael, we have attorneys, we know of attorneys yes. that are willing to take on these cases, represent people like uh, Nikita, and uh, sue, whether it's a hospital, a doctor, a surgeon, a clinic, yes. a psychiatrist. Uh, they need to be sued, they need to be taken down, and the law aff affords... Uh, malpractice lawsuits, I believe, in these certain uh, situations. That's right. And uh, obviously, people need to consult uh, with uh, somebody. We're glad to refer you there, uh, somebody who specializes in medical malpractice. And uh, look, this is an important issue, and it's only going to stop when we start hearing these stories of these poor girls uh, who are made to think that if they're a boy, everything's going to be okay. But that's not true.
They need to deal with the underlying issues. Right. And these kids are paying a heavy price. A heavy right. price. Did you know that PJI's Church Finds Its Voice initiative is a huge success and coming alongside pastors to encourage them to get all their congregants registered to vote and then to vote biblically in every election for candidates that share the Christian worldview and commit to serve their constituents with that mindset. We also provide free resources to help promote evangelism within the public schools and educational resources to give parents legal advice for choosing an alternative to public education. We communicate regularly with over 3,000 pastors, and we do it all free of charge. Keep current on PJI's work on all the legal challenges we face on a daily basis by signing up for our Legal Insider email newsletter at pji.org. Now, back to the Dacus Report. Welcome back. Michael, parents, I understand, are speaking out uh, after their daughter was assigned to share a bed with a biological boy uh, on a school trip. How did this happen? Yeah, speaking of things that make moms mad... This is right there at the top of the list. They're taking this 11-year-old kid at, 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 away from home, and they're wanting them to sort of her to bunk up with another female. But she's not a female. She's actually a boy. The, the she is actually a boy. So and this boy's about 11-year-olds also, also, also probably, I guess. The girl's yes. 11, so he's probably 11. Um, and he identifies himself... As a female, so uh, you know he's say he's a child who has gender distortion, um, and yet they just allowed him to sleep in the bed with this eleven-year-old, and apparently didn't ask her for permission. Yeah, and she felt pressured, apparently, to do so. I understand those uh, the parents involved aren't just taking this lying down. Pardon the pun. Exactly. Uh, but uh, they're actually uh, have filed a lawsuit. That's right. Uh, they're they're t- pursuing this. Look, let's face it. This is something that wouldn't have happened even five years ago, ten years ago for sure. But it's happening here, and this poor girl that she's referred to as D.W. because she's a minor, uh, but this girl um, uh, was told actually by the, the, the staff to lie to her parents as to the reason why she had to switch rooms. Well, it's just crazy. Not not just we're going to do this, but we're going to tell you to lie to your parents. Th- this is a recipe for disaster. Do you know that this, the teachers' unions uh, across the nation, the public schools across the nation, more likely than not actually have grabbed onto that as policy? Having teachers, for example, lie to parents yeah. if their child has... Um, any kind of gender, uh, you know, confusion, gender uh, distortion, uh, to lie to parents, to hide it from parents, uh, which results in the child not getting this addressed properly, psychologically, spiritually, uh, which statistically results in then the child being dead before the age of 30 because of unresolved depression resulting in suicide. Um, This is uh, inexcusable. Uh, it's happening all across America. This is another thing that parents are, I know, are very angry about. A lot of moms are angry about. Uh, I'm glad to see that these parents are taking this uh, seriously legally. 
Um, and I think that in the end of the day, I think they have a very good chance of prevailing. Um, but this is, should be a wake-up call. This could happen to any family who has a child in a public school on a school, on a school trip, right? Yeah, and it's simply untenable. You, you don't do this. You don't put this 11-year-old girl in a place where she has to stand against, in front of her peers, stand against another person. That's, that's ridiculous. She should never have been put in this place. Uh, it should never have been allowed, period. But uh, th- this is something that just must stop. And it's going to take people to step up like this. That's right. And folks, if you know someone out there, a mom and a dad had something happen to their kids in a public school uh, or on a school trip like this was, uh, contact us. Please contact us. Go to pji.org, pji.org. Also, if you want to keep up with our cases and our litigation, we have over 250 cases in active litigation, coast to coast, all across the country. Uh, just go to our website, pji.org, and sign up to get our Legal Insider. Our, it's called Legal Insider. It's our e-newsletter. We'll keep you up to date with a lot of these cases that you're not going to hear about in mainstream media for obvious reasons. We would love the opportunity to continue to serve you. Just visit pji.org and click the Legal Insider button to sign up for our email newsletter. At PJI, we help individual employees, employers, business owners, pastors, students, citizens of every stripe through our practical resources, counsel, representation, and defense, all free of charge at PJI.org. PJI is an island of stability and assurance in our ever-churning sea of legal and societal chaos. We are here for you. So folks, just remember... It's our God-given freedoms we're talking about. Now, let's choose to keep them. I'm Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. Let's continue the fight for your freedoms.